What's up, y'all? This is Mary Jane and Munchies reporting live from the Mega the Bean Boston. And I just want to let you guys know that you need to check out this episode because we are talking exclusively about women in cannabis doing the best that they can. And I just want you to feel invigorated like you can do it too. We are on some pretty little Ricky tonight. And it got us really right. What's up with you, Boston Boston? As a space cadet flying high in the sky. On Mary Jane and Munchies, where we always get high. Mary Jane and Munchies, Mary Jane and Munchies, get you some Ricky oil, get you some Ricky oil. Streaming on all platforms. That means Apple too. <laughs> Take a bite. It's Mary Jane and Mary Jane and Munchies. Hot fire. What's up, best friend? Nothing much. I'm up here. My frontal lobe is burning me. I'm very hot in the front of my head, but you know what? When you lit like me, it makes sense. <laughs> so, all glory be to God, we're going to make sure we uh, allow ourselves to get this money by any means necessary. So, that's how I empower Shay. I was tired, but I'm starting to get my energy back. You know, this new job and real taxing. But I'm starting to get my energy back, starting to get in the swing of things, mm-hmm. getting high marks. And um, I'm starting to roll papers. Wait, okay, so one of my good friends, I ain't going to say no name, but one of my good friends um, is of Caribbean descent. And he smokes papers mixed with frontos. Actually, that was incorrect. He's not of Caribbean. He's Caribbean. I'm sorry. He was born there. Um, I mostly know descent people, but he was he was born on the island. Um, and he showed me this technique where he breaks up his cannabis, then warms up a piece of fronto until it's dried all the way out, almost like crunchy. Breaks that down, mixes it with the cannabis, and then rolls that in a raw paper with a filter. And I've really started to get into those. Mostly because it's when I'm hanging out with him and smoking with him. I think it's because it still has my fronto in there. So I feel like, mm, fronto, you haven't left me. And raw papers and Blazy Susie's are my preferred papers. So I think that leans to it. Blazy Susie's the, the pink ones, right? Okay, they're not girly, but they are pink papers. <laughs> they remind me of like Pink Panther pink. So it's not, I, I know, I hear you about They're like, oh, but not like, man. <laughs> In other news, we discuss positive, motivating, entrepreneurial, landscape women. Who are melanated. Yeah. Who are melanated. We be talking about the non-melanated um, hoes, but they be all right. Yeah. They got all the That's nine, fifty, hundred billion other podcasts to yeah. be mentioned on. You have you, to be pretty phenomenal to be Yeah, you have to be melanated. Like I don't care if it's three drops. 
but not Rachel Dozel melanated, like actually melanated. I'm done with you. So, <laughs> what makes a woman in cannabis or a name in cannabis best friend? I would say anyone that is willing to put themselves at the forefront of their business. Um, many businesses have lots of investors, but to be a forefront of your cannabis business makes you a woman in cannabis mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just like a company that has a couple women on it. Mm-hmm. I think it also needs to be focused around women needs. Um, cannabis, just like alcohol, can sometimes be a very male-driven industry mm-hmm. and very like, you're going to get some stogies. We're going to get plays. We're going to get plays. We're going to get fucking plays. This is called... Kapow, Kapow, 174, AK, 92, uh, Break Your Brain, 73. You know, it's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Love those brands. Love those strains, mm-hmm. especially the AKs, because I actually smoke some AKs. But I think when a woman-focused brand, it opens your mind up to all the things that cannabis can be, more than just cannabis, edibles, and concentrates. Right, right, right. So that leads me into what... Lord, I see what you were saying about the mush. Mm-hmm. I don't, I even know about it like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Who are the women in cannabis you need to watch out for? Who are the women in cannabis you need to watch out? And according to Green Rush Daily, we got a couple of the most flyest people you need to just have your, well, because it's going to be federalized, inshallah, you know what I'm saying? Have your eyes peeled for, okay? Or when you go to that state, start being able to um, apply them ducats. You feel me? Whoopi and Maya are a cannabis brand that focuses on women and PMS symptoms. This was named the best topical of 2027. And, you know, when I talk to y'all about actual cramps, I don't know how it is for you, Boston Boston, but for me, girl, I be gone. I be done for days. I PMS is no joke. I'm just... um, I have like this hate-hate relationship with being a female in regards to the fact that I die once a month. And yeah, I die. I don't like, I think we wash it down and water it down. And I think that's where Whoopi and Maya really understand that this is a whole thing. Because many women ovulate past their 40s. So, like, this whole, like, really cutesy idea of, like, having your period from, like, okay, my teens into my late 20s, and then, you know, your 30s, it tapers off or you're able to handle it better is bullshit. Um, Some of us go through the most excruciating pains accompanied with headaches, mood swings, um, seasonal affect disorder, and that's, like, the low end. You know, then you have people that, like, take time off of work once a month, um, have to damn near wear diapers with inserts just because, like, their flow is crazy. So I love the Whoopi and Maya brand. Um, This brand was really created for Whoopi's granddaughter uh, who suffered extremely debilitating cramps and also... It also reduces the mood changes that accompany shifting hormone levels. So... That's something that you see in women cannabis brands is products made by women for women for women's needs. Um, of course, women still roll up doobies. We still enjoy our concentrates and our edibles. But sometimes you gotta rub it down. 
but I think that their highest selling item is their Epsom salt bath soap and it's designed to relieve PMS. This was one of High Times best topicals of 2017 because of how easy and effective it is. You get in that tub, you soak your body and the pain is all over. It doesn't always just resonate in your abdomen. So I really love them jumping right into the most important part and getting in there. Mm. Okay, okay. So I feel like Whoopi has kind of like been the forefront of, you know, you being the best black person ever. Because how you got a whole EGOT and a cannabis business, and you know Whoopi looked like she, she blow. Not blow like all the time, but back in the day, you could tell Whoopi be like, excuse me, sir. Is my weed row? And I feel like when you look like that, you're a trustable person to actually refer me to any product. You can create some products if you know what the difference between Reggie and the highest of the Kush. It's the truth. So I'm I'm digging it. Then I want to mention this brand called Paragon Space. And the reason is I'm a tech head. I like techie stuff. But I would just like you to talk about how cool it is especially because we're Mary Jane and Munchies. So Paragon Space is a Los Angeles first cannabis co-working space uh, located in West Hollywood. This summer, they'll be opening up their offices to weed entrepreneurs looking for conference rooms, etc. But here's where we were just talking about Bitcoin and what makes Paragon Space completely different from other weed-based businesses led by women. They're also pioneers when it comes to cryptocurrency. In order to circumvent the difficult laws surrounding cannabis and banking, Paragon Space has developed their own cryptocurrency. Paragon Coin as payment for rent, snacks, and anything tenants could want to buy there. For that reason, the company describes itself as a leading blockchain tech platform for the cannabis industry. Why I really liked Paragon Space when I read about them in this article and I wanted to highlight them is that's a whole half of the cannabis industry we don't talk about. Is there inability to use federal banking, to use business loans, and you know levy the space that they're in? So I love that a woman got in there and just figured it all out. You know, you need the co-working space. You need a way to pay for it. You got weed money. We got we take weed money. So I love that. That's to me so insightful, and it's another thing that you get with women-led cannabis businesses is the insight and the assurance that thoughtfulness combined with business acumen is happening for you okay okay shout out to kelly for being the innovators for just unique cannabis ideas shout out to the holy mecca one day we shall make our pilgrimage i lived in cali as a child i didn't even know people were smoking weed she didn't smoke weed that's irrelevant well no that's like when she was in japan and she don't remember nothing but the ramen i'd be like okay what 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 would the people be doing on wednesday i don't know but there's this ramen place on wednesday (laughs) they give you free dumplings i they do they give you free dumplings and i'd be like girl we gotta go back to japan she's like oh i lived in japan so we don't have to go. I've been there already. Take you I don't want to go to mainland. Though. Mainland is very beautiful, but I don't want to go there because mainland is also like, don't get fucked up and drink and know nothing about the the culture. You'll, oh, you'll I don't. I don't want this to sound racist, but it's gonna sound racist. I don't really drink with Asian people. They drink different. They drink harder. They drink harder than an Irish man with a drinking problem. 
And that was race. It's a racist. I think it's culturist. I don't I think that's its own thing. But y'all can cancel me because I ain't got no money yet, so that's cool. Y'all cancel me now. Don't cancel me when I'm rich. I'll sue every one of y'all. I'm done with you. Um, MJ Freeway is mm-hmm. a leading seed to sell tracking and software company in the cannabis industry. Now, y'all, I know I just jumped into it, but I need that to sink in because if you are starting your own cannabis business, you know how you don't necessarily create the background work for yourself. You need the systems. You need, I mean, you need systems and shit. Like, to be honest with you, you need the motherfucking systems. People, black people, you, you can't slip on your system. I had to say it like that, too. I was about to say black people. You can't. Can't, I'm just letting you Let's know. just say we was able to find women-led businesses, but you know, they get a little light. You know, we, we, we need more of our sisters to push through. They are a melanated company. So fret not, this means that they keep track of everything you need to run a profitable business. So that's just like, did you just create the software for me to be successful? Like... So to put it in layman's terms, if you're a restaurant, this is like the toast app that is everything you need from point of sale to delivery to merch. Um, what they really provided, them, what they really have built themselves on is that 40% of existing weed companies use their program. That makes them one of the leading voices in cannabis data and one of the most necessary tools on the market. Um, one of their founders, Jessica Bilzingly, is a melanated woman. And with their combined software and tech industry expertise, they have been able to create the first software specific to our beloved cannabis industry. We country around here, Ardent, I think I actually said it right, created their a first home decolorizer. Now, for you chefs out there looking to get into the cannabis industry, you already know that a decarbonizer is the first thing that you need to be able to be a successful pusher of the etabogs. So I want you to start thinking about the innovative process that this woman created. She took the time out and I actually think this is beautiful. She's a Massachusetts resident. You know that there's a chemical process that it takes that to get the actual THC extracted from your cannabis. So if you are going through and making can of butter or can of oil, this is how you take out the oven process, y'all. Simple, beautiful magic. We out here, baby. We out here. Yay, yay, Massachusetts. We on deck, respectable. Making me like this state a little bit more, but we gotta go pick the bills up. What's up? I'm your girl, Cassia, chef, influencer, and wellness queen, coming to you to tell you about my YouTube channel, Queenie Jump where I teach you how to hashtag cook good and look good on the logo. What is cook good and look good? Well, I'm glad you asked, Queen Mike. To cook good and look good is to use simple, fresh, locally sourced ingredients to create rich, nourishing, easy meals. To be cerebral and confident while you cook cost. Go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Queenie Jones and turn on that notification bell because I post content every week on my channel. The first 100 people to subscribe, like and comment, hashtag Queenie Jones, hashtag cook good and look good on five of my videos will be a part of my exclusive VIP member club. And for more info on my VIP member club, go ahead and 
follow me on IG where I keep all my behind the scenes content and let you know where I'm actually sourcing some of my ingredients, some of my finest, and where you can understand how you can be the finest. Go ahead. You are officially locked in as a queen might. Follow, like, comment, and subscribe. Bye! All right, y'all. So in Massachusetts, you better be watching for the popo because they are looking for you smoking, okay? Duh. <laughs> it's all because one, one dude. It's all because it's duh. It's all because one dude had THC in his system and just by duh. chance he killed a nigga. But here's the thing. Nigga, nigga how, diary, you know, how you know that he didn't smoke earlier that day? What is My it? thing is uh, he didn't. No, just so we know like there's an actual way to measure that you too high. now that doesn't mean that just because you have all that cannabis in your system those of us who are a long time heavy users could have those same numbers you know in the morning or by 12 o'clock mm -hmm. you know or right after lunch after we have our morning or our lunch blunt you know we can have those levels it's like drinking you can't have so much in your system that you're not able to make clear-headed choices and decisions. You know, that's why when you go to the dispensary, it says on the bottom, do not operate under the influence. Under the influence. Best friend, we don't drive and we discussed this before we aired. And you, you almost was saying that this is not a significant I know a lot story. of smokers that drive. But you were saying that it was not significant. But here's the thing. What we don't take seriously is sometimes is that not only... People stupid? Not even that. The word stupid is that just because you have access to this don't mean they can't take it away. You know what I'm saying? The real issues is, is if this becomes a, a chronic story of... Well, I feel like this. If it becomes a chronic story and enough melanated people get tr in trouble for this shit, we don't know if how, the color of this man. Um, the color is irrelevant. But I'm saying, I feel like they'll make it a thing where we can't smoke like that. They'll try to make it be like only homebound shit. So, I mean, I feel like I can't wait for them to say that. Every bar has to close. As soon as you tell me I can't consume cannabis where I want, I want all the... Cause, you don't even have the stats on THC accidents. They got a whole organization. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Ain't nobody against THC driving. Because to me, the reason I said this is a non-issue, if you're so inebriated by any substance that you're not making good decisions, then you're just a danger to yourself and your community. Level of responsibility. Yeah, like it's why we have dosing. Mm. You know what I mean? It's why I, I love to vape. I love to dab. But I wouldn't dab like for four hours straight and then go and babysit. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, I wouldn't go to a bar all night mm -hmm. and then go pick up my niece and nephew. So it, it doesn't have anything. It's not, an, for me, a cannabis advocate and a cannabis lover, I feel like I don't want the focus to be on cannabis. I want the focus to be on safe, responsible driving. Right. I don't want you under the influence of opiates either.
Okay? So I just, it has, I don't want them to zero in on my marijuana. But I also don't want this to be like, well, dude, it's just weed. It's, it is just weed, but our weed is strong. And it's like a beer. Just a beer is just a beer. Don't know any pothead that driving is going to have just a blunt. You know, especially if you've grown used to rolling in the car for whatever reason you don't smoke in your home. You you need to be responsible or you're going to kill somebody and they're going to put you in jail. I feel like... Like, I don't feel like we can help you avoid that because that's probably where you should go. I hate that this happened because you, I know so many people who have, like, used the cannabis to be able to drive, to like, the anxiety factors and shit. It's hard to drive. They need to stop driving. Oh, well, they they should be the first people to slow up. Well, I know people who, who drive and smoke. So, like, the honest to God, the truth is that safety, responsibility, and checking Do you out. think that people that drive and smoke have issues? Because most, no, it's just a combining of two fun things. I, I don't think, no, 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 this is not a judgment call. Oh, no, no, not judgment call. Like, I was just saying, like, if you have too much anxiety to drive so you shouldn't drive. Because it's not one of those things where you need to just just loosen up and just let it free. It's not there's so many rules. I definitely it's, can hit It's why I'm afraid to drive cuz I would have to cut back. But I I definitely know that I wouldn't drive under the influence of 2 hours, but definitely I'm the type of person I'm that I'm going to drive and smoke. I'm not going to say this as I'm going to do it in the state of Massachusetts. But I'm going to do it somewhere in the world. I'm done with you, darling. And I'm going to enjoy the experience. What I'm not going to do is smoke in my home, about four or five, then get in the car, roll up, hit the dab. Like, I'm not... I, I think that's what this is about. This is about responsible dosing. Right. You know, so if you're having your toke on the morning on your way to work uh-huh. one two you have an hour to two hour ride then that's fine if you have a 15 minute ride you should probably wait till lunch if you have a 45 minute ride i'm gonna need you to smoke half of that doobie joint j blunt and put the rest out i'm gonna need you to dose. i understand you have a long day these people i know you're preaching to the choir still need you to dose because then I'm starting to get concerned in what jobs these people are going to. Mm-hmm. That's, you see what I'm saying? Like I love cannabis. I love everything about cannabis and I work a full-time job and I made my job aware. That's how much I love cannabis right. that I made by like, I use cannabis. Is that who they say it on for? It's legal. Come through, which is another reason. Shout out to my company. But in saying that, I still have to come in with some level of professionalism. You're not going to be batshit. I can be gearing up to get on the rocket ship. I cannot be in orbit. I cannot be a space kid. I think that's just You know, just empty, dead space, like... Having decorum. Yeah, and that... Well, see, driving is not a privilege, mm. you know? And it's not a right. It is a skill set that is learned, trained, and reinforced. Then there are rules of the road. None of that coincides with being 
inebriated to the point of blackout, memory loss, um, uncontrollable movements. I mean, this just goes back to us trying in the cannabis world, the marijuana world, to have ourselves seen on equal playing fields with alcohol and medicine. Okay, when you get your pain medicine, it says on the bottle, do not operate a motor vehicle. They say motor vehicle. They're not even saying a car. Don't get on a riding lawnmower, a sled, a jet ski. Because while you may look fine and be talking and be fine, your body may not be fine. Your your reaction time can be reduced. So you heard it from Mary Jane and Munchies. Don't overdo it, guys, and be safe out here in these streets, literally. Please don't get caught up and get our lovely rights taken away. But the government is not playing with us at all. This is the casualty, and they don't see it as liquor yet. And we have dispensaries kind of like liquor stores. It's starting to come about. Oasis is pretty liquor storage. But I think you have to realize we live in a puritan place. So, like, your weed expectations are much more alive with, like, Portland... Colorado, Washington State. Eventually. The reality is. It's going to be like that though. We're like the um, Texas of these. I'm done with you. All right. So, y'all. We got to pay these bills. And now, a word from our sponsors. Sharifa's Island Cuisine, Trinidadian Specialties, presents their second annual Single Parents Drive. If you want more information about it, check out the post on her IG page at Sharifa's Island Cuisine. One word. Click the link in the bio or scan the QR mobile device. The deadline for online applications is October 30th. Families affected by gun violence are highly encouraged to apply first. Boston residents only. Children ages 0 to 17 years old. Their parents are asked to apply. Now, just a little personal note about this. This has been a really trying year with COVID. So anything you do is going to help these families. But most importantly, families, we know that you're out here listening to the podcast. Go ahead and click that link in her bio. Apply and your family can be one of those amazing families chosen that's going to have a wonderful holiday season. Please donate to our girls, Sharifa Island Cuisine. By December 20th, 2021, these families really, really could use your help. It doesn't take much. Go ahead and visit her again at her email at Sharifa, S-H-A-R-I-F-A-H-L at gmail.com. Please email daily for drop-off locations, new open toys, gifts, and non-perishables are highly appreciated. As long as it's wrapped up new, as long as it's in pure condition, drop it off. It could change somebody's life. Remember that. This was Mary Jane and Munchies. You can talk about it, though. My sisters are definitely hustlers. Um, I love it, though. The food. I respect it. The food aspect, though, they are I'm not very proud of that. They are not. We. My sister said she wants to go to New York, but if we go to North, we got to take trips. So the first place I want to go is this one plantain restaurant. It's on and popping, dog. Now, I... I love freaking plantains, okay? I love them. I like the green ones. I like the yellow ones. Any type of plantain, I like them. And here's the fact of the matter. I like shit that make me go bananas. But I'm... Killing them. 
Kelly Willie. Kelly Willie. Let's see. Yes, call Kelly Willie. That's really what they call it. Kelly Willie. That's the Kelly Willie. Kelly Willie is a gardening restaurant uh, that is specifically plantain based. They have so many dishes, y'all. And if I was ever in the, you always take, (laughs) you always trust the decaf market, okay? If I'm ever in the decaf market and I see this restaurant. Well, the Brooklyn decaf market. Yeah, but it's decaf, so decaf is where I'm resident. You know what the uh, X-Town, shout out. Nobody even say A-Town anymore. Whole point is, anytime I see plantain, I'm going to eat it. But if I see a restaurant full of plantains, I'm going to want to be in it, okay? Yo, Boston Bossy, just had tostones. Tell me if our tostones was worthy to be in a restaurant. I might make a side for a plate. Obviously. Any critiques, say it on there. You've actually got them amazing. You kind of refine them by making them thinner. Mm. And I like it. Keep the little crisp on there so it's a little crunchy. But just a little more. But you do need to keep them thick. Thick. Yeah. Because they're tostones or patacones. They're twice fried plantain that smash down. Mm -hmm. So... Yours almost feels like you roll them out after you smash them the second time. Oh, no. Here's the thing. I'm heavy-handed. You are. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You, because here's what makes, like, the first, the, the perfecto patacones is when there's, like, some parts that are, like, nice and cooked through, and then these parts that got, like, fried literally twice. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fried once, you smashed yeah. it, and then it's kind of broken in certain parts, and it gets fried again. That's what sops up the gravy. Okay. Now, I'm taking in what you're saying, and I'm thinking about the actual first time I had patacones. Not the first time you gave me patacones at your house. Patacones at your house. Did you have it at my Asian place or a Spanish place? I didn't. I had it at a pop-up fair. All Top they put... Shit. Um, the pathogones was already that I saw. And I was, I thought it was supposed to be like a french fry, but it was so saucy and disgusting. Me and my mom couldn't really salvage what it really was supposed to be as a taste platform. But when Boston Bosti and her peoples made it for me, I was like, oh, okay, this is really what it was. Because you ever see something and you were like, oh, this looks similar. Pathogones should this be made in um, vegetable or corn oil. It should be done in a cast iron bottom pot that you can see clearly because if the oil gets too hot or too dark, the whole thing doesn't work. It should be seasoned lightly with some kosher salt and lime. That's actually the thing that is often left out from patacones is the lime. The lime helps lift up that dense, heavy, provisional Snack favorite of the Central Americas and Period. South America. Period. Okay, so, Boss Mossy, what's going on with live streaming? You already know I gotta ask you. I'll pop it at dawn. All right, well, let me tell you what's going on. It's your girl's birthday month coming up. Okay, we got Up Live. We got a new page for Up Live. Uh, we're gonna give you the new information for it. We are now called. Grind Miss on UpLive, okay, that's U-P-L-I-V-E. You can download it in the Play Store or the App Store. And what do we love about UpLive? Well, we love that our Up ID is grinding, G-R-I-N-D-I-N-G, okay? Get into it. Come check me out every morning on UpLive, and you can catch me some evenings during the week. Then 
We're bringing back a crowd favorite, the people's champ. Everybody wanted it back, Bego Live. It's time to bring her back. It's time to bring back the people's champ. We've got some great things planned for it, as well as Mary Jane and Munchies. We'll be having some live setups on there. So get into it. That's going to be fun. And then we have an audio app that I'm really about to bust wide open called Partying. That's where you'll be able to hear replays of Mary Jane and Munchie episodes bloopers and extras behind the scenes and all things Mary Jane and Munchie as well as hang out with your girl boss and bossy and whenever Queenie Jones has time she might guest appear on there as well for sure for sure so we got a lot going on now let me tell you what's going on on TikTok for me Queenie Jones on all platforms as you know it's already on and popping I have hit my quota for a thousand likes in two months and I really wanted to see if I could just pull out 500 a month. And I didn't. And God is good. So I understand the content is Woo! what they want to see. They loving it. Um, I really am working towards um, going ahead and developing Mary Jane and Munchie. So you can go ahead and see how the oregano is being cooked through for Thanksgiving. And what I actually use it in. And obviously, as per promise. This is a surprise, y'all. She did not say she was going to infuse things. Now, um, as promised, um, we have siphoned down the menu from our last episode's conversation of it. And Anu Basavasi herself was actually proud of the fact that she was going to catch a plate from my household. And on top of that, she told me she was going to have me next year at her house. Finally, it has happened to me. I'm going to have rice and peas at somebody's house. And she's my best friend and I'm projecting all the yumminess that I'm going to have. Thanksgiving 2022. Boo-boo. Yeah, due to the coronavirus, um, slash due to life circumstances, slash due to technical difficulties, Boston Bossy has canceled her 2021 Thanksgiving. She did not cancel. She to, I hate that she gets so dismissive. Like, she did not come into my house. I'm coming to her house. We go into auntie's house to cook as well. well it's going to be a day of beautifulness. Me. She don't want to claim me. She don't want to see me in the street. She don't even say hello. No it's way. just <sighs> Boston Bossy sighs and cries because Thanksgiving is when she shines. But she know that her birthday month, she don't even give a dog on. She really worried for Thanksgiving to be over birthday. because she don't want no more November. <laughs> I really am done <laughs> She know me so well. Like we at that halfway point in November that I'm always like, come on with the weekend, man. Is you over or no, girl? I know we did not actually talk about what we did to actually get high today, but I put some Ricky and some tea. It was tension tamer double combo with a triple shot of green tea, just to give us that light. Energy, you feel me? Just give it a so a little down mixed with an upper, yeah. mixed with a smoother yeah, light. Because it's uh the Ricky was a hybrid, so I wanted to make sure you got a little bit of like uh vigor. And I was low key way too hype earlier, so I'm happy I actually calmed down. I actually want to now work Ricky T's into my life routine because I feel like it was a better, more measured out. Um, huh? Plus, this means I could get high while I'm at work. Huh? It's that's gonna make my first of all, it's gonna make my job way better because ooh, you ain't gonna be able to bother me. I'm gonna be like, 
Now, you can follow me on Queenie Jones. Well, you can follow me at Queenie Jones. Dang, this shit was good. You can follow me at Queenie Jones at Q-U-E-E-M-I-E-J-O-N-E-S on all platforms. Please check me out, y'all, because you know what? I'm about to get toasted and roasted. It's all about cooking and grilling and good all season. Oh my god, I feel like I'm on some lean. My splash gets slurred, girl. Talk, bossy, bossy. I don't know what's wrong with her. We clearly, I think she tested my tea and then drank her whole cup. But you can catch your girl, Boston Bossy, on Instagram as Grind Double D Mistress. That's Grind, G R I N D D. M-I-S-T-R-E-S-S. You can also catch me as your favorite local podcaster. Boston Bossy Podcast is available on all streaming platforms and will be back in 2022. We don't know when. We don't know when. But we're going to let you know when on Mary Jane and Mushies. You can catch me on all streaming I'm platforms. I'm going to make her bring it back next year. Don't you can catch me on all streaming platforms on UpLive. I go by the UpLive ID grinding, G-R-I-N-D-I-N-G, grinding. Um, Bego Live, I go by Powerpuff88. That's my Bego Live ID. If you search Powerpuff88, you'll find your girl. And on Parting, I go as Boston Bossy. So my brands are a little mixed up. We don't get them all fleshed out and tightened up and straight right. But it's just okay. know that we out here. All right, y'all. All 2022. We out here. Bye. Bye.